What is going on? Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Devori Darkens Live, where we help you get what you want in your life. That's what this show is all about. And we do record this so you can go back and replay it on YouTube, which is the main platform. And you can listen to this on Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon podcast, whatever your favorite streaming service may be. Also, I always want to shout out for the people who have been watching for quite some time um, and have been supporting the show. So how do you support the show? Um, you like it, you subscribe, you share, you talk about it, participate. Um, we want people to find out about what we're talking about here because we are talking about you. We are talking about you. Now, let me get my TikTok people going. Yesterday, we had a lot of glitches on TikTok, which is crazy. Um, so if you happen to have any issues on any other platforms that we're live on, um, Hold on, guys. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's glitching out on me again. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Let's see if that works. Let's see if that works. Yeah, I think we're good now, finally. Okay. So this show is about you. That's why you should want to like and share and subscribe um, to this show. And what we talk about on here is three major things that is going to help you get what you want in your life. Number one being you got to live a life of purpose. When you know why you're waking up in the morning and you know what's really emotionally pushing you, you're going to go out there and take risk. And go after what it is that you want in your life because you're on purpose. Now, the second thing that is really required to do that as well is mindset. You got to start thinking like that person. You got to think from a place of success and abundance and, and having gratitude and overcoming the fear and the limiting beliefs. That's all mindset. And three, you got to take actions. To put yourself in a position to receive the things that you're asking for. Because when you set out and take action, you're putting out energy. And what is the scientific law for every action in the universe? There's an opposite and equal reaction. Well, that's what you're going to get back. So you're going to want to make sure that the actions you are taking are intentional. That they are going to help you make progress towards whatever it is that you want. Right? So again, this is Devore Darkens Live, and if you haven't already, make sure you like and share and subscribe. So the way I usually start this is with an affirmation of the day, but I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to get right into this main topic today because this is one of the biggest questions I receive when it comes to success and growth in your life. You're going to reach a point if you truly start to listen to the principles that we discuss on the show, you are going to reach a point where you are going to outgrow people around you. 
you're going to outgrow your current circumstance. You're going to outgrow the job that you work at. And what happens when that takes place? Majority of people start to feel guilty, confused, and they slow down and go back into the comfort zone. So all the progress that they made, they go back on that because they feel guilty. They feel almost ashamed. Some people, um, they don't know what the next step is. So if you're that person that has reached that level where you feel you outgrown the people around you, you feel like you outgrown your job, what you're doing right now. Um, we're going to talk about how to deal with that. First, we're going to get into why that's happening. And then secondly, we're going to talk about how to deal with that. Because if you don't deal with it appropriately, you're going to bounce back into your comfort zone, slow down and go back to square zero again. And I know that's, you don't want that. I know you don't want that. That's not what you want. So as a reminder, guys, we are streaming live on YouTube. I would say the best place to watch this podcast right now, this show is YouTube. That'd be the best place to watch this. Um, especially if you're on TikTok right now, I would go over to my YouTube channel to make sure that you do not get an interrupted feed because TikTok has been glitching out on us all week. Okay. Just as a heads up. And we have some people on Facebook too. Um, feel free to watch this on YouTube as well. So on your journey towards living the life you want, it's going to be natural that you will outgrow people. You're going to outgrow your relationships. You're going to outgrow your current circumstances. And when this happens, majority of people feel guilty. They feel guilty. And what does that do? It causes them to slow down instead of speeding up. So I want to help you deal with this. Because if you do not know how to deal with this, you're going to go back to conforming. And I know that's not what you want. You don't want that. You don't want that. So where do, where do I want to start? I want to start with one word, ignorance. Ignorance. We are not taught what growth is all about. Think about it. You're not really told from a young age what success and growth is all about. So when we achieve success and we start to grow, it, it's like foreign language. We become uncomfortable. We don't know how to handle it. And most people, if I give it a sports analogy, they fumble the ball. They drop the ball. And it's because of really nobody's fault. It's just we're not used to succeeding in life. Today's society is so, uh, what do I want to say? I think we are training people to be limited. We train people to believe that they cannot do X, Y, or Z. In a world where there is constant innovation, unexplainable miracles, next level advancement, cutting edge technology, 
And we're still raising people to believe that they can't do X, Y, or Z. And that's how people are growing up. So they think, well, if they do succeed, it's lucky. When they see someone else succeed, they say, oh, that's luck. It must be luck. The, the stars must have aligned. That's why they got that success. And they're not being told the full story. I'm not a person who believes in luck. This is my opinion, by the way, at this point. I don't really believe in luck. I just believe in energy. If your energy on a consistent basis matches what it is that you want in your life, it's going to happen. And if you're thinking that way, you feel that way, and that's the actions you're taking, it's only a matter of time. When we see people that are succeeding at a high level and think, oh, they're lucky, we're forgetting everything they did to get there in the first place. They had already prepared themselves for that moment. So it's not a surprise to them. But it may be a surprise to you because you're not seeing the whole picture. Um, it's not luck, guys. Success is a science. And because we don't know how to deal with that and we don't understand that, when we start succeeding in our lives, we don't know how to deal with it. Now, a great example of this is people who become rich overnight, meaning they get a lot of money overnight and they don't know how to deal with it. So what happens? They blow it. And we see this in the professional level of sports where people internally are not rich. They don't understand. So when they leave their professional league, they leave the same way they came in, with no money. It's because they didn't understand inside about success and being rich with your thoughts, with your feelings, with your actions. With your relationships. So nobody's fault, by the way, but that's the reality. We are not prepared to succeed. You've been told what to think, not how to think. There's a big difference in that. You have not been told how to succeed. You've just been told what to do. And we see the results in all of that. The results that the masses are getting, it's not good. It's not what you want. So we have to understand that maybe we're just ignorant. We just don't know. And that's why you're listening. Because I'm going to help you get, I'm going to give you some information today that will help you. And... Once you get the information, it's on you to apply it, of course. So this concept of outgrowing people around you. Here's the second thing. Why do we feel so guilty? Why do we feel so guilty? Because we're also ignorant of what the truth really is. It is not your problem or your concern or your fault that another person decided not to pursue their dreams. That's not on you. 
That's not on you. But when you're a person who doesn't truly love themselves, we had that episode a couple of days ago. Uh, if you don't really love yourself, what's going to happen? You're going to put everybody before yourself. And when someone makes a remark about the progress you've been making, you're going to accept that and allow it to stop you. And you just can't do that. You got to love yourself enough to walk into your into the life you want to live without any guilt. There's no reason to be guilty. Now, we become guilty, we feel guilty because that's the way we've been programmed. That's the way we've been programmed. We think we are responsible for somebody else's wrongdoing. Think about that. Isn't that messed up? We are conditioned to feel bad about someone else, someone else's bad decision-making. That doesn't make any sense, but that's what's happening. That's why you feel guilty. But what is the point of life? To not grow? To stay where you are? Or is it to evolve, advance, grow, expand? What do you think about that? Think about it. I want you to tell me in the comment section, the last time you felt guilty um, about your success, tell me how that felt. Tell me the thoughts that were going in, going through your mind. Tell me the situation. I want to hear some of your guys' stories on this topic. Because I have quite a few myself. You've got people you grew up with. You have your family. And the reality is not everybody in your life is going to be ambitious and think big and go after their dreams. And that's not your problem. But because we care about them so much, we think it is our problem, but it's not. Um, it's not our problem. Somehow along the way, we've been led to believe that it's our fault why another person is not successful. And that means you have some ideas in your mind that was programmed there by your parents, your environment. Somewhere, somewhere along the way, someone told you, hey, you know, stop, stop being so conceited. Why are you always trying to stand out? You're not better than us. Um, you know, just these negative comments that could be made towards you. That you don't know that they said that until you really sit down and think about what has happened up to this point. The people you have associated with. And some of it is outside your control like your parents. Right? So we have to understand that it's not our fault why another person is not making the decisions they need to make to succeed in their own life. That's not on you. 
That is not on you. But why do you feel that way? Because, again, you've been programmed that way. That's why. We really have to take a step back and look at our communities. Look at our culture. Look at the belief systems. Are they based on abundance or are they based on lack? It's like when you see a homeless person on the corner, do you feel guilty? I think that's a good question to ask yourself. The reality is this, guys. Everybody is responsible for themselves. Unless we're talking about your children, you're not responsible to anybody or for anyone. And when your best friend doesn't want to think bigger and grow, that's not your problem. That's their problem. And they may not be ready. That doesn't mean you're not. That doesn't mean you have to slow down. We just are kind of exposed to this habit of wanting to conform to what everyone else is doing so we can fit in. But there's a problem with that equation. The result is not what we truly want in our lives. If you're going to slow down in your own life so you can fit in, you're asking for resentment. You're asking for regret. You're asking for mediocrity. Is that why you are here on this planet to live that type of life? Do you think that is what God wants for you? Here's a better way to think about it. What's going to happen if you do conform to what everyone else is doing because you feel so guilty? What will happen in the end? How will the person, your future self, look back on this? What will they say about it? People say, you know, it sounds lonely. Well, if that's the way you choose to see it, then sure. But I find when you truly think about it, what's more fulfilling? Hanging around people who are going nowhere and they're playing it safe, but they let you fit in. Right? They let you fit in as long as you're doing what they're doing. Or you being able to wake up in the morning and do exactly what you said you wanted to do with your life. Which one would be more fulfilling to you? And if you start doing the things that you say you want to do with your life, that may mean that you won't be hanging around those people anymore. You may find new people. Tell me which way is more fulfilling for you. Feeling guilty for you making the right choices in your life, it's, it's, that's a crime. <laughs> 
It really is because that's not what you should be doing. You should feel enthusiastic. You should feel joyful, happy, grateful, eager to keep moving forward. Excited. And you don't need that from other people to validate your moves. If you're growing, you don't need anybody to be there to be like, oh, I'm excited for you. You first need to be excited for yourself. You can only depend on you because it starts with you and it ends with you. So when if we're thinking, oh, well, I need, I depend on this approval and validation from my friends and family, you're never going to find it. The only place that is located is inside of you. You got to give that to yourself. You have to give it to yourself. And that's when you're all that's when you're all in on your purpose. When you're all in on what you want to do with your life and you're actively taking action towards that and you are not going back. You've made a committed decision. You've burned the bridges. There's no more going back. You'll be fine. But you have to understand that that is a decision you made for yourself. And you can't expect people to understand that because they haven't made that decision. How could they understand it? Understanding only comes from what? Actually applying, taking action. These people around you have not been taking action. They have not been applying. They're not studying. They're not taking any risk. you got to drop that expectation. And on the topic of expectations... The only expectation we should ever have in life is of ourselves. Ourselves. Expecting ourselves to wake up in the morning and be better than you were yesterday. You must expect that of yourself. That's the only expectation you should have. If you start to have expectation of others, you will be disappointed. So don't go down that road with yourself. Don't be looking for that next approval or validation. Don't be looking for someone to, to say, hey, you're doing the right thing. No, you know you're doing the right thing. You know you're growing. You know you're making progress. That's the truth. So when you're in a position of feeling guilty, why? Because you have a bad idea fixed in your subconscious mind. You have a belief that it's your fault why they are not successful. You think it's your fault that, oh, I, I'm, I've outgrown this job that I'm at. I'm better than this now. I can go out and challenge myself more, earn more money. It's not your fault that the company did not see that greatness with inside you and promote you quick enough. It's not your problem. That's the company's problem. If the company is not looking at talent and making sure that talent is kept at the company by fast promotion, they're not thinking big enough. They don't see the long-term solutions. So when you really start investing internally into yourself, you will outgrow what you're doing, your relationships, and you have to be prepared for that. You should not feel guilty around any of that. In fact, 
You should be excited because that's feedback telling you you've been doing the right thing. You have been growing. You have been making progress. If you're not growing, what are you doing then? You're dying, right? If you're not going forward, you're going backwards. So it's amazing. I would embrace it. Because it's taking you towards where you want to go. That's where it's taking you. Right? So you want to understand that. So this concept of feeling guilty for your success, you just got to let it go and start focusing on what is the truth. So what is the truth around this topic? The truth is this. You're not responsible for other people and their decision making. They are responsible. If they've made decisions that have put themselves in a bad position, that's not your responsibility and that is not your problem. You're not here to fix the world. The world operates perfectly. People who make bad decisions, they get bad results. People who make good decisions, they get good results. That happens perfectly. There's nothing broken in that. There's nothing broken about that. Somewhere along the line, if you see someone on the corner, they made a bad decision. A series of bad decisions. To sit there and say, oh, well, the world's broken. No, they're there because of their decision making. That's just what it is. And it's a tough pill for people to swallow because sometimes we see these things and we just think, man, that is an injustice. That is terrible. That's a tragedy. But let me remind you of something. What's the other law in this universe? There's an opposite to everything. So where you're going to have somebody who's rich and wealthy and happy and abundant, you're going to have somebody who's broke, homeless, poverty. They live their life with scarcity and lack. You can't have one without the other. When I see these people on the corner, I see a, a reminder. I see a lesson. I see a purpose. Maybe their purpose in life is to show you what you should not do. Sometimes they could be the best lessons in life. When you don't make the right decisions, you can always end up on those corners. Just like they are. That's how I see my biological parents who were drug addicts. They taught me one of the biggest lessons in life. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Because you never know what's going to happen to you. Some people, they do drugs. They're perfectly fine. And some people, they only do it once and they're finished. Their life has changed forever. Something in their mind switched and now they're an addict. Don't do it. I don't feel bad. I don't feel guilty. I feel empowered. I feel grateful. I feel abundant for making the decision for myself to show up every day and live my purpose in life. And to be guilty about that, 
contradicts why you're doing it in the first place. And that's how you need to look at it. Your best friend, your cousin, your brother, your sister, even your parents. Not your problem. They are responsible for their own decision making, not you. And no matter what they say, you can allow that to take you away from the truth. Let me tell you guys this story. So my best friend, um, his mother went to prison when he was young. She has four kids. She went to prison when she was, or when they were young. And they had to, they were all raised by different fathers. Um, but here, here's the bottom line. So 20 years later, she gets out. She's out of prison today. And she feels guilty. And because she feels guilty, she tries to overcompensate. And she also tries to demand that she's still their mother. And on the flip side of that, in the beginning, they felt guilty. Because she would cause them to feel guilty because she didn't have everything that she wanted. From the time she was in prison and the time she got out of prison, trying to look for her own place, trying to get her life started again, all these things. There was, there was plenty of situations where they started to feel guilty for her. That doesn't make any sense. They started to feel guilty that they were better off in their lives than she was. I'm telling you, if you look at your culture, look at some of the beliefs. Family is a powerful thing, but it can also be a destructive thing when we're operating with the wrong belief system. We have to truly look at this and realize, man, is our belief system as a culture, a family, really helping us succeed or is it holding us back? If one person is losing in our family, does that mean everybody has to lose? Does that mean everybody has to stop? So anyways, of course, I tell them, um, you're not responsible for her decision making. Um, and I don't think people really understand that. I think sometimes as children, we feel guilty because we think we owe our parents something. It's my opinion. We don't owe them anything. We did not decide to be born. They made that choice. And to think that we have to walk around with this guilt. That's not productive. That's destructive. When you're walking around with that guilt, it's going to cause you to make desperate decisions. It's going to cause you to do things you normally would not do that does not lead to more happiness or success. It won't. When you're doing things out of guilt, this is why I was telling the story, because I had to tell them they had to stop doing that. Stop reacting to her guilt. Stop making decisions from a place of guilt and own your own truth. You made your decisions. She made hers. It is what it is. 
All you can do is leave people better off than you found them. But you cannot spend all night thinking about how to solve their problems in their own life. That's their responsibility. You got your own life to handle <laughs> and live. And to feel guilty, it's it's a contradiction. Uh, it's not a good feeling. Um, it's not going to help you get what you want. It just isn't. Like everywhere you go in life, you should be looking to outgrow your current situation. You should be looking to go beyond where you are today. You should be seeking that because that's where your success is located, beyond where you are today. You want to keep moving forward. You want to keep growing. Embrace that. Because you never know when it's your time. So why not wake up today, do what you want to do without any guilt. Stop thinking that the world's problems are your problems and it's your fault. It's not. It's not. Here's the reality. This is, and for some people, I hope you guys are ready for this. This 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 is this is really good. So you're very grateful, of course, for your parents. Right? They raised you, they gave you a home, they gave you food to eat. Very grateful. But you don't want to live your life with guilt about everything that they did for you because then that means you can never truly move forward and you'll never make the right choices because you're operating from a place of fear. Guilt is a negative emotion. You want to be grateful. You want to have acknowledgement. You know, you want to be happy about what had happened, but you don't want to feel guilty. You don't want to feel like I owe because when you feel like you owe something to somebody, that means you're less. That means you're living in debt. That means you're living with a fear. You don't want that feeling. Because then you become what? You become a slave. That means now they own your emotions. That means they have a hold on the decisions that you're going to make. You don't want that. We have to go to the next level. Stop being dependent. And we need to become independent and ultimately interdependent. When we're living our life with the guilt like we owe people things, what are we doing? We're depending on their approval, their validation. We're, we're depending that they will... Um, you know, cancel this debt one day. This is not often talked about, but I could see it in people's behavior that I speak with a lot of times. I've seen it even in myself. Just because someone does something for you 
does not mean you should live your life with guilt that you owe them. And here's the reality. The person who has helped you, if they're living on purpose, they don't expect anything in return because they're living a life where they just want to give. And that's how parents should be. The problem that that it is, is like, don't be the parent who is loving based on conditions. Oh, I'm going to parent you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to give you a home to stay only if you follow these rules. That's not unconditional love. That puts people in a position to feel guilty. That's a destructive relationship at that point. That's a toxic relationship. That's not what we want. But here's the other thing that people may not be ready to hear and why I brought up culture. All you have to do if you're in America is look at the different cultures. You've got Jewish, you've got Asian, you've got white, you've got black, and you've got Mexican. And I'm using those labels because that's how people identify in America. And by default, that's already a thing with America. It's the only place in the world where everybody has a different word instead of just all being called Americans. But I digress. Anyways, you look at these different cultures and you'll see the belief system. You'll see what's the decisions that are common uh, in that culture. You'll see what that culture prioritizes. You'll see how that culture has been programmed and the results that the culture is getting, generally speaking. And that tells you everything you need to know. You see, what's happening is recently we had one culture try to go out there and make another culture feel guilty for things that they never even did. See, this is what I'm saying. You have to pay attention to what's happening in the world. Because it happens in your own life. You're going to have somebody that tries to come up to you and makes you feel guilty. Because they were not doing what they were supposed to be doing. Personal responsibility. They're not using it. They're not exercising it. To feel guilty because you have prioritized your success and you have outgrown your current situation. No, that is not the right thing to do. You should not feel guilty. But you're going to have people who try to make you feel guilty because they have not been doing what they're supposed to be doing. And this is a this could be a I would say a sticky topic for people. You know, they want to make people feel guilty. I remember this was 2 years ago. I was in the grocery store. This is how bad it was. I was in the grocery store. I went grocery store around the corner. I don't know what I was getting. I don't even remember what I was getting. I was in the grocery store. I remember I was walking down the aisle and there was this small girl. She was a little, a little child. She was probably 10 years old, I think. And um, she, she was white. And I have to say that because of the context of the story. She was white and she looks at me. And she keeps looking at me and she says, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. And I'm like, what are you sorry for? Right. I'm just like, I'm kind of shocked. And her mom's looking at me, who's white as well. And they're just looking at me with this guilt, this guilt. And it's happening because at that time, what was the height of America's topic? It was white against black, right? It was black people who are being oppressed and there's systematic racism and all these things. And it does not feel good to walk into a grocery store and have somebody look at you like you're a victim. Why? Why did that happen? Because one culture made another culture feel guilty for something that they didn't even really do. That's what happened. And it doesn't matter whether you agree this is not a political conversation. I don't care what side you are on this conversation. The fact of the matter is this. In your own life, you're going to have someone sooner or later. It could be your parents. It could even be your husband, your wife, your children. It could be your best friend. Try to make you feel guilty for something that really is not your responsibility. Try to make you feel guilty for something that is not even your fault. And you need to be prepared for that. You got to operate with understanding and respond in the right way. Because that's the purpose of life is to grow, is to expand. Whose fault is it that one culture is not where they feel they should be? Is it another culture's fault? Or it has it been the decision-making for the past 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years? And I think some people, they're not ready for that because that requires them to do one thing, look in the mirror and take personal responsibility. We are who we are in this world because of our dominating thoughts are dominating thoughts. So if your family has the dominating thoughts that you guys are victims, that you are suppressed or oppressed, that you are held back, if that's the dominating thought, that's who you guys will become. And that is a choice. That is definitely a choice today because we've got everything we need to live a happy, fulfilling, abundant, successful life. We've got everything we need. It doesn't matter what skin color you are. doesn't matter what your religious background is. doesn't matter how tall, how short, how big, how skinny you may be. You can be successful today. And you can be successful without feeling guilty. But you just got to truly understand what the truth is. You're not responsible for another person's decision-making. You're not responsible for another person's failures. You're not responsible if someone else is guilty, but you're not. That's not your problem. That's their problem. You're not on this planet to fix it. You're just here to make it better. Evolve, e grow, expand, 
leave things better off than you found them. Things on this world is happening the way that it's supposed to. Everything happens by law. If you have America, who is the freest country, we could pretty much do whatever we want. Well, we have to have a North Korea where there's the polar opposite. There is an opposite to everything in this life. We have to understand that. And if we don't understand that, well, then we're going to take everything the wrong way. We're going to get caught up in situations that do not benefit us. We're going to allow the outside circumstances to control our thinking. And what did I say? You are who you are because of your dominating thoughts. If you're thinking that you can't do this and you can't do that and you're not good enough and you're not supposed to succeed without other people and that it's that that you should not be showing off or you should not be growing. If that's what you believe in, you're right. That's who you're going to become. But you got to ask yourself, why do you believe those things? Who told you that? Where'd you get that from? You want to know that information and see if it really adds up. Because time is just going to go by. Life is short as we know it. So why not get around to prioritizing your purpose in life, going after whatever it is that you want, and not feeling guilty about it? It's your birthright. It's what you're supposed to be doing. It's the plan that God has for you anyway. I mean, guilt is a self-inflicted thing. That's really what it is. It's just from negative beliefs, limiting beliefs. It sounds like a person doesn't care when they feel guilty, but is that really true? I really am in love with helping you Get what you want. But if you don't make a decision and you don't take any action, should I feel guilty? Right? I don't. I continue to maintain a positive attitude that one day you will wake up and do what you're supposed to do. It's not your fault. We've got to stop making people feel guilty, and then we got to stop feeling guilty for other people's decision-making. You know, it's, it's not... I am a product of what I'm talking about. I had two parents who were drug addicts. I had a single mother... That's not anybody else's fault. That's the culture. That's the community. That's the family. So when people are not where they want to be in life, and we feel like, oh, well, we're being held back, is that really the truth? We are the ones holding ourselves back. You got to look in the mirror and see that for yourself. I don't want to go too deeply into it because, you know, I, I think you guys are getting what I'm saying. 
this whole thing of guilt that's going around is not going to help anybody get what they want. In fact, it's going to get in the way. It's going to get in the way. Uh, hold on, guys. On TikTok, at people coming right now to cut my grass, which is right outside my window. So if you hear a loud noise, that's what it is. You don't need to feel guilty. You should feel happy and grateful that you're the next person to show what is possible. You should be excited that you get to prove and show people what's possible when you focus on what you're supposed to be focusing on. When you go after what you want, you should feel guilty for that. Sorry about that. My mic was off. What I was saying was share your answer below on that time that someone else made you feel guilty. Share that time where you started to feel guilty because of your own success. I want to hear you guys' stories. All right, let's see. We're going to get into some comments and see what people have to say. Yeah, I fixed it. My mic is on. Uh, if you guys are on TikTok, I recommend you guys go over to YouTube because we've got some noise that is outside of my control right now. All right, let's see here. Let's see what you guys have to say. Uh, oh, we got a lot of comments to get through. Love it. Yeah, so the new time that this podcast goes live is at 12 p.m. Eastern time, 12 p.m. Eastern time. All right. 
I remember as a child, family would tell me to stop being so happy. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Why would somebody tell a child to stop being happy? That is, that should be a crime. <laughs> that makes no sense. I've been catching up on your YouTube and I've been missing out. Gratitude. Awesome. I love that. Glad to have you. Let's see here. Someone put, that is wrong. You owe your parents everything. Yeah, I think maybe you didn't perceive what I was saying in the right way. I'm saying that we're grateful for what our parents gave us. Like, I'm grateful that my parents gave, gave birth to me. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. But I don't owe them anything. I don't have to feel guilty. Um, I'm grateful. And... If my mom was still alive and she called me and she wanted to talk to me, I'd still talk to her, you know, because there's been true forgiveness. I just don't have any guilt is my point. You should not feel guilty. Because that's not what you want to live with. Let's see here. Oh my God. Sorry. What I was saying was that, um, I was reading your comment where it said BLM was exploding at that time. And I'm just saying what the reality is, is that you don't want to be put in a position where someone makes you feel guilty for something that has nothing to do with you and that you, you didn't have nothing to do with it. And then if you do feel guilty, what do you end up doing? Overcompensating, treating people like victims. And like I stated, I'm not a victim. You're not a victim. You shouldn't want anybody to treat you like a victim. You should not want that.
that's the reality. And I think that part of the conversation is not being talked about enough. That part of the conversation is not being talked about enough. Hold on, guys. Sorry, the landscapers, the reason why I'm pausing right now is because we have landscapers outside of our house right now. They come on random days. It's never the same day at the same time. Every week, it's at a different time. So I can't control that. I'm grateful that they keep the grass clean. It's cut. But, you know, hey, I got challenges too. <laughs> Um, anyways, this is what I want to say. I think they're done with this area. So here's what I want to say. You're not a victim. I'm not a victim. Nobody's a victim unless they choose to think that way. Things happen for us, not to us. And that type of understanding gives you mental freedom. It gives you happiness. It gives you more fulfillment. It makes you more excited about your life. What I was stating was that the reality or the effect of what people were doing uh, about two years ago, um, they were making people feel guilty for something that they did not do. And again, that is a loop. That person, because they don't know any better, they turn around and then they treat people like victims. It's not what you want. And by the way, who else is doing this? The news. The news wants you to think that you're a victim. They want to make you feel guilty. They want to make you feel like, oh, you're being oppressed. The news wants that. And you know who else wants to do that? Politicians. Because they want you to vote. They'll say anything to get a vote. If you haven't learned by now, they're never going to do what they say. <laughs> There's too many people that have to say yes to a decision. It just is the reality. And I'm grateful there are people in the world who have the mindset or the patience to do that job in the first place because I wouldn't want to do that and they're necessary but let's be honest with ourselves they don't keep their word for nothing and they're quick to make you think you're a victim they're quick to make you feel guilty and that's not the truth we can say the same thing for Hollywood. Hollywood has been producing movies for many years now that truly make people walk out of the movie theater and feel guilty. Why are they doing that? Because they know it sells tickets. It makes more money. When you get somebody emotionally triggered, when you feed into somebody's 
what would we say? When we make somebody feel conscious or self-conscious, when we make somebody doubt what they've been doing in their life and make them feel guilty, you got their attention. You got their attention. You make somebody feel scared, you got their attention. So we have to wake up and start thinking for ourselves. You know, again, this happens on an individual level in your own life. Your friend, your best friend, could be your husband or your wife. It could be your children. It could be your parents. It could be your coworkers, your manager. It could be celebrities, athletes, influencers, the news, Hollywood, politicians. You have to be careful on who you're listening to. And really ask yourself, are they thinking and communicating from a place of abundance? And what is possible? Or are they communicating from a place of fear, scarcity, and lack? They'll tell you everything you need to know. And you get to choose what you're going to accept. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm just here to tell you how to think. Teach you how to think. And one of the lessons in that is learning that it's your choice. You get to reason with whatever's going on in your life. Someone walks up to you and tries to make you feel guilty because you made the right choices. You have a choice to accept that or reject it. You have a choice to emotionally react or respond with understanding. Understanding that that person is ignorant, that they don't know any better. That they're the one that is really guilty. They're the one that's really hurting. They're guilty because they didn't make the right decisions. But life, like I said, does not need fixing. It works perfectly by law. A person who is guilty today, who's made all the worst decisions up to this point, they can change today. They could start making the right decisions and their life will transform. So... Yeah. We want to know what the truth really is. I was in a serious depression. I watched your videos and now I'm okay. I I love that. I love that. I may have to do a a show on that actually. I may have to do a show on that. All right. Let's see here. A lot of guilt I felt was from my mom. Yep. Yeah, I was just talking to someone the other day. And their mom keeps dating guys. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on, guys. This is part of the journey. Um, you guys just want me to go out there and scream or what? I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, if you're on YouTube, you can't hear what's happening. It's the people on TikTok that can hear. 
So here, here's what I want to say. I was talking to someone earlier in the week and they were saying how they felt guilty because they're making better decisions about what they want to do with their life. This is a daughter. They want to make sure that they are married and they have the right partner. Well, her mom does not think that way. Her mom has been with many men and continues to be taken advantage of. And she feels like she always has to interject into her mom's life and her relationships and try to save her. She feels guilty. And I was explaining to her, um, where are you getting that guilt from? Where along the line did you start believing that the decisions your mom is making is your responsibility? And when you start asking questions like that, you'll see it doesn't add up. Now, it can be painful and frustrating and disappointing to see the people you love make bad decisions. But you have to understand that it's necessary. How else are they going to learn? They're on their own journey. The same way that you are on your own journey. You needed to make some bad decisions to learn and to wake up. Maybe they do as well. And maybe their purpose is to just show you what you shouldn't do. I think that's a big thing that you could take away from if this is happening to you. All right. Let's see here. I took inspiration from your sayings and now hosting a program on an online radio called Journey of Life. Congratulations. Love that. Yep, guilt can lead you the wrong way. What is the secret in the book of Think and Grow Rich? What do you think the secret is? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, Anthony. I'm laughing at my current environment. This is why we'll be moving, by the way. <laughs> it's one of the reasons we're going to be moving by the end of this year to a bigger house. Uh, let's see here. What do you think the secret is in the book of Think and Grow Rich, Anthony? What would you what do you think the secret is? See, here we go. This is what I'm saying. Uh normally Norma one writes in the Hispanic culture, it is taking care of your parents first. When they are old, the family becomes toxic. Absolutely. And I've seen that over and over again. I've seen it where the daughter or the son, they've got a great career. They've got great opportunities. They get, a, they, they, they get this opportunity to move to a new location that's going to double, triple their income, help them get the things that they've been dreaming about, purchase a home because now their income is going to go up, all these things. 
and they won't make a decision to do it because their parents are saying, nope, we want to stay here. We don't want to move. And what happens? Their life becomes all about their parents instead of about what they're here to do, what they really want. See, family is an amazing thing. Um, family is important. I think if you're trying to live a life without having a family, I, I don't I don't see that as a happy life. Now that is my opinion. I, I don't see that being a very happy, fulfilling life. However, a family is made up of individuals, people. And every person that is a part of the family has their own responsibility to themselves first. Um, we all must be at a level where we are interdependent. We come together as a family with the skills, the emotional intelligence to be able to do what we're supposed to be doing on an emote or on an individual level where we don't seek people's opinions. We don't need validation. Um, that's how we want to be as family. And that is a paradigm shift that cultures need to make. Will they make them? Who knows? But in your own house, you can do that for yourself. So this feeling guilty is in, it's almost in every aspect of our lives, right? Yep. Yes. Very toxic. My family would always ask or always talk down on others. This is from Marissa. On YouTube. Black Daisy writes, I feel guilty for wanting to move out of my parents' house. Why? What do you feel guilty about? What do you feel is wrong with you moving out of your parents' house? Let me know. So, Anthony... I heard most people don't really think, do we only think when we're changing? In order to change, you're going to have to think that is correct for the positive in a better way. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The psychology behind movies, the programming on the majority of the country. Yeah. Listen, I'm not a guy that's telling you what to think. I'm not telling you what you can't do. You want to listen to politicians and hear what they have to say? Do that. I recommend everybody should. You know, I'm not saying don't go, don't go watch movies. Enjoy your life. What I'm saying is, is to do it intelligently. Think your own truth. Don't allow what you're being exposed to to decide what you're going to think about, how you're going to feel, and the decisions you're going to make in your life. 
You need to live from the inside out, not the outside in. And you're not always going to do that. So don't beat yourself up over it if you fall short of that. Um, I'm not telling you to be a robot or a monk. What I'm saying is you have the power to choose what you're going to think about, what you're going to focus on. And you also have the power to start understanding um, the truth about life. And that majority of people conform. They take their advice from the people on the news. And they don't have the full story. They don't understand how the news operates. They don't understand how movies are um, created. They don't understand how influencers and celebrities are paid to say some of the things that they say. And how a lot of them are removed from majority of people. They don't even know what people are dealing with, but they speak on it like they do. You see, if people would just start communicating from a place of abundance, instead of fear, scarcity, and lack, um, they would be able to help more people. So we just want to be very, um, we just want to be very intentional with what we choose to accept into our minds uh, when we're being exposed to tragedies or chaos or problems that the world says is going to kill us tomorrow and it's all fear and do you want to live your life with fear and guilt or would you rather live your life with joy and happiness i think you know what the answer to that would be Yeah, let me write that down so I don't forget. I want to dedicate a show to depression. All right, moving on. Uh... Clara B45 writes, I made bad decisions in my life or in my late 20s. Can't forgive myself. Guilt is eating me alive. Well, you just described what you don't want and what has been happening. And my challenge to you is to start telling yourself what you do want. That those decisions has helped you become stronger and learn how to live a better life that you have and can forgive yourself and that you're moving on. Here's the thing about these decisions we've made in the past that we characterize as bad. In the end, there's still lessons that were necessary to help you become who you are today. So when we look at it from that perspective, are they really that bad? 
How were you ever going to learn if you never made that bad decision? And in order to be happy and to grow and to get what you want in life, you have to learn. You have to. You've got to make decisions. Sometimes they'll be bad, but that's good. That's a learning lesson. Black Daisy writes, a part of me feels like I owe them. This is exactly what I was talking about and why it's destructive. Black Daisy is limiting her potential. I believe that's it's a woman. Um, she's not going after what she wants because she feels like she owes something to her parents. She's, she's in her own way. See, animals get this. Animals don't feel guilty when they have to leave the nest. They're out of there. In fact, their parents kick them out. <laughs> you know? Some animals leave the cubs before they're even ready. Um, but as humans, what we've been talking about today, this is why people feel guilty. They feel like they owe their parents something. <laughs> it, it, it can be a tough conversation for some people out there, but it's the truth. We are grateful. Uh, we are thankful that our parents did everything they did to give us the life that they gave us. Absolutely grateful. But that's not based on conditions. That's not, well, now that I gave you this life, you owe me for the rest of your life. So do what I say. That's a slave. You don't want to become a slave because that's not, that's a victim mentality. That's not going to help you get what you want. And do you think God wants us to feel that way? Do you think God feels like we owe him or whoever? You think the universe feels like we owe the universe something? It doesn't discriminate. There's no judgment, no no condemning. It is what it is. This is what you're asking for. This is what you're going to get. I think you got the answer, Anthony, by the way. Yep, that's true. You see, this is really, this is, again, this conversation, you know, some people, they're not ready, but. I remember the town I grew up in when I was a kid, I would say had to have been 80% were white people. And the school I went to, when I went to school, in my grade, there was only one black person and that was me. And then my adopted mother, she got breast cancer and she had to send me to Texas. And I had to live with my god sister. Well, my god sister lived in a town that was the opposite. 80% were black. I'd say 90%. Uh, this was in Houston, Texas. And in the area that we lived in uh, by Houston. And the school I went to was, I mean, it was, there was only one white person. A couple of Hispanics, but everyone else was black. 
And I remember when I was at the all-white school, um, people would make comments. And I also remember at the all-black school, people would make comments. You see, it's not a color thing. It's a character thing with people. It's an ignorance thing. Um, people, when I went to the all-black school, of course they knew I was from California. Everybody knows you're from California. It's the one state that no matter where you go, people know you're from California. I think because maybe California is its own country in a way. I don't know. But the bottom line is this. They would make fun of me. They would make me feel guilty. Oh, let me back up. They didn't make me feel anything. That was a choice. I just didn't know I was choosing to feel that way. But they would make comments and they would judge and criticize and do all these things to try to make me feel guilty for being from California and not talking like them, not dressing like them, not walking like them. And that is as ignorant as a person can be when you do things like that to people. And this is why this topic, I think, is so crucial in today's world because everybody's walking around feeling guilty. For what? We have to take control of our own lives. We got to look in the mirror. And, um, you know, when I came back and I went back to the all white school, it was, it was different. Instead of them judging or criticizing me because of the way that I was speaking, um, it was different. They just judged and criticized me because I didn't live where they were living. I didn't do things that they were doing. So the fact of the matter is, guys, we have to stop allowing people to be in control of our emotions. We have to stop allowing people around us to make us feel guilty for things that are not our responsibility. It's not my responsibility that you're triggered and you're upset because you made a bad decision or you haven't gotten over your own stuff. That's not my fault. I think it's best said this way. You don't owe anybody any understanding. Now, I think it's smart of you to have understanding because that allows you to stay in control of yourself. But we also have to understand that another person does not owe us understanding. We got to understand ourselves first. We have to understand who we are. We have to understand what we want, what we should be doing to get it. That's what we have to understand. We got to understand that we should be living from the inside out, not the outside in. We should be understanding that it's not the color of your skin, your religious background. Has, that has nothing to do with your worth, your value, and what you want to do in this world. Nothing. Unless you make it that. 
And that's a choice. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter who your family is. It is your life at the end of the day. And you're either going to allow your family to steal your dreams away. Or you're going to step up and live the life that you're meant to live. But the choice is always yours. Sometimes I feel guilty for my past relationships. They're learning lessons. They're learning lessons. They're learning lessons. That's the way that I choose to see it. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Anthony says, we can't think to ourselves that what you think of me is more important than what I think of myself. Exactly. Uh, the real Robert Rodriguez writes, society mandates money to pay for food and shelter, though. So not apples to apples comparing to animals. Yeah, I'm not too sure that's what I was talking about. Um, someone left a comment that they felt guilty and they felt like they owed something to their parents. That's why they don't want to move out. I was stating that in the animal kingdom, there is no choice. And I think on both sides of it, the parents need to encourage their children to grow up. And at the same time, if I'm talking about adults, obviously, at the same time, the adult needs to take responsibility and go out there and live the life that they want. They need to take a risk. So I'm not too sure if you were hearing what I was saying. The fact of the matter is, guys, feeling guilty for outgrowing your current situation, outgrowing your job, outgrowing your relationships. Sometimes those relationships are with your parents, your friends, your best friend. Shouldn't feel guilty. It's part of the process. It's part of the process of growth. And you're not responsible. You're not responsible for another person's growth because, as Bob Proctor would say, um, personal growth is a choice. Personal growth is a choice. Personal growth is a choice. And some people choose it, some people don't. All right? Uh, thank you. Stepmom Gold says, thank you for this. I was feeling guilty of outgrowing a friendship. It's the old classic story, guys. You get out of high school, you live your life, you realize you left some people behind. But here's the deal. You didn't leave anybody behind. You moved on with your life. They didn't. Is that your fault or their fault? Does it have to be anybody's fault? I don't think so. It just is. They made their decisions. You made yours. It's all good. 
And I think what happens is we get so caught up in what's happening outside our homes, outside our life, that we forget to take care of what's happening in our home, in our own life. And we got to focus on living on purpose. Goddess underscore Jazzy triple seven writes, is it normal to feel anxious during personal growth? How do you deal with it? Yeah, I would say to f if you're going to have some anxiety from time to time because you're stepping outside your comfort zone, that makes total sense. Now, if you're having anxiety every day, then I would ask you, what are you focusing on so much? What are you thinking about? Did I have times and will I still have times every now and then where I feel a little anxious? Absolutely. But it's the understanding that helps me get over that. If you are feeling anxiety or anxious about something, it's because you're focusing on a negative thing. You're thinking negatively about it. That's what's happening. And the more you understand that, the more you can stop mentally and say, you know what? I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about this instead. And that is a practice. That is a habit you have developed. That's not going to just happen overnight. This is something you commit yourself to doing every day and getting better in. Even if it's just a little bit, 1% better of learning how to choose what you're going to think about, learning how to respond. That's the, the power that we possess, the power of choice. We get to choose what we're going to think about. So anxiety, the root cause of anxiety is ignorance, not, not knowing, not understanding what's going on. That's the root cause of it. And how do we overcome that? We get the right information. We understand the information. So for example, you're listening right now and I'm helping you understand what's actually happening. And because now you have that understanding, if you go back and re-listen to this quite often, that understanding is going to become stronger. And now when you're faced with that negative thought again, you're going to be like, oh, wait, hold up. I understand it differently now. Now I know why that's happening. So I'm going to do this instead. Now the anxiety goes away because you're focusing on positivity instead of focusing on negativity. You're welcome. The real Robert Rodriguez writes, what was your catalyst for your personal growth journey? Um, hmm. I'm trying to figure out what do you mean by that exactly? Uh, meaning you're talking about who was a big part of my personal growth journey. Uh, what was the breaking point? Um, it's the same answer every time. I became very dissatisfied with um, the results I was getting. That's just the bottom line. Everything I talk about on this show, it's because I've lived it. I had parents who were drug addicts. I was sexually molested as a kid. I was bullied as a kid. 
I had to live on my own for a certain extended period of time. I've been ripped off when it came to money. I've been cheated on when I was in Afghanistan. Um, I've been in the military. Like I've gone through a lot of experiences that I could be sitting here acting like a victim today. But I'm not a victim. All those things were necessary to make me who I am today. And in fact, I'm very grateful that those things happen because it's why I'm doing what I'm doing today, helping you get what you want. So I would say that the big reason that really made me have this burning desire to change is because I just started looking at the results I was getting and I just became really fed up with it. And I always had in my mind for some reason that I'm not supposed to be living this way. I'm supposed to be helping people and living a successful life. And um, that's why I'm not a person who expects everybody to make a decision to change today. I just want to be able to share this information and to share it on a consistent basis. So when someone is ready to change, they hear the right thing, they make a decision, they take action. Um, we're all on our own journey. So for me, I really did not, I, I would say it, I had to go throughout my 20s and it wasn't until I was 30 that I truly made a committed decision to change. Yeah, but yeah, the, the the breaking point. Okay, here we go. Here's the first domino, I would say. The first domino was this. When I joined the military, I was uh, I was a junior in high school. I knew I wanted to go to the military because that was the only and at that time in my mind, the only good thing that I had going for me that was on a, that was consistent was JROTC. So when I was in Houston, Texas, I was part of JROTC, and I loved it. Um, I thought it was fair. We all got treated with respect. We um, There was structure. Um, there was some sense of pride and patriotism, um, and I loved that. I wasn't allowed to play sports, which I don't even want to go down that road, but, you know, again, <laughs> people I was living with, you know, they had their own beliefs. And, um, so the only thing that I was allowed to do was JROTC. Well, of course, naturally that makes me want to do what? Join the military. So I joined the military as a junior year. And after all this had happened to me growing up, all these things that I was looking at from a victim point of view, I was like, you know what? I'm going to join the military. I'm going to go make something of myself. I'm going to prove my family wrong that they are a bunch of shit bags and I'm, and I'm the shit. I can, I can be successful. I don't need you guys. I'm going to prove you guys are wrong. And I just made all that stuff up in my head. And I went into the military with a chip on my shoulder that I was going to do whatever it took to be the most successful person, no matter where I went. And for the most part, that's exactly what happened. When I turned 27, uh, a month later, I became an E7. And I often tell people that People who get to that rank, they're usually in their 30s. Most people retire at that rank. 
and they're 40 something. I was at that rank by the age of 27. And when I got there, the first domino that fell for me was realizing that I was not happy, that I felt like something was missing. I did all this work, all this sacrifice, looking to prove something to somebody that didn't even really matter. Um, and I felt, I felt depressed. So I achieved this success, felt depressed. Then I doubled down and I said, you know what? Maybe I just didn't shoot high enough. Maybe I, maybe I need to be more successful. So let me become an officer. And so I went to officer school and excelled at that and was recognized for that and still came out feeling the same way. And that's when the second domino was like, okay, this is not for me. I'm not supposed to be doing this. I, I think the writing's on the wall. I should definitely, I should not be doing this. I'm doing this for the wrong reasons. I'm, I'm thinking more money, more success is going to solve my problems, and it's not. And then I got out of the military and had a business, uh, a juice bar, a restaurant. And I was still thinking, well, if I make a lot of money from here, uh, I'll be happy and that will, that will solve my problems. And I realized again that no. So finally, I realized, you know what? I'm just going to go all in on me and my purpose and finally truly invest in what it is that I want to do and stop trying to follow everybody else's dream. Stop trying to play it safe. Stop trying to listen to what everybody else says to do and just follow whatever my heart tells me to do. And that's what I did. And that's why we are where we are today. And um, this story I'm describing is my story, but it's your story too. That you may have been in a situation or you may be in a situation where you know what you're doing is not what you're supposed to be doing long term. And it's eating you um, on the inside, right? It's killing you. So don't wait. Don't delay. Start where you are right now with your purpose. And I would say the last domino is me truly realizing that I don't know when my last day is here. I might as well get around to living the life that I want right now. I can control right now. I can't control what happens tomorrow, next week, 10 years from now. I can't change what happened in the past. But I can change and control what I am doing right now in this present moment. And I'd rather get around to doing what I love to do instead of doing what the masses are doing. And I had the writing on the wall when I was in the military. There was a lot of people who were just using the military to play it safe. They were just collecting the check. You know, they were just cruising. And those people aren't happy. I could see it in their eyes. And um, I didn't want to be like that. I, I always believed there was more to life than just playing it safe. Great question. I'm a single mom with three boys. How can I help them live their best life? Well, I think it's all about teaching them how to think for themselves. I think the greatest gift a parent could give to their child 
is a gift of learning how to think for themselves, getting them to learn how to make their own decision. You know, um, that's the greatest gift. Because the reason why people are struggling today is because they don't know how to think for themselves. They don't know how to make their own decisions. You see, all we want, just correct me if I'm wrong on this. I generally think across the board, people would rather be given the freedom to do whatever it is they want and fail at it if that if that was to happen. I think people would rather be given the lead way to make their own decisions and to draw their own conclusions. They don't want to be coerced. They don't want to be forced. They want to be given the, the, the freedom to say, hey, you know what? Let me take this information. I'll think about it myself. And if I want to do it, I'll do it. If I don't, I don't. And that gives that person an opportunity to learn whether that decision was right or wrong. And what they learn from it. The problem in today's world is that depending on where you're living at, part of the world, that's not the case. Everyone's trying to make the decisions for you. You're being coerced. You're being forced to think the way they tell you to think. And as parents, that's the last thing we want to do to our children is force them to think what we want them to think instead of just teaching them how to think. They are just beautiful creations at that age. Their imagination is in peak condition. We should be double down. We, you should double down on their imagination. As a parent, you should double down on what your kid is passionate about. You should feed their obsessions. You have a kid that's obsessed with drawing, feed into that. Get them around other people who are professional painters or drawers. Get them into more programs with that. Don't force them to do things they have no passion in. But that's what parents are doing. No, you're going to play sports. Well, did you ever really ask if they wanted to? Right? So I think that's the greatest gift a parent could give a child is the gift of teaching them how to think for themselves, make their own decisions, teaching them how to follow their own dreams, listen to their intuition. These kids know what they want to do, but the education system's getting in the way of all that. That's my opinion. I'm still not over my breakup from three months ago. I'm trying my best advice on what I should be doing. Listen. Um. It's going to hurt for a bit, but you'll be fine, you know? And I think it's really important for you to start focusing on what it is that you want instead. Meaning right now, your past relationship is taking up real estate in your mind. You got to find something else to take real estate up in, in your mind. You got to find something else to be obsessed about. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's productive, of course. You know, 
And it's a great opportunity for you to learn more about yourself and finally make the adjustments and learn what you need to change inside yourself. That's what you should be doing. Um, that, that should be the uh, focus. That should be the focus is yourself. What is it that you want? What do you need to learn from? You know, what are some changes you need to make in yourself? So the next relationship you get into, you're prepared for success and you attract the right person. It's a great opportunity, great opportunity, but I think you have to choose to see it that way. Um, yeah. Clara B45 asks, I've asked this before, but forgot your answer. Do you consider my boyfriend sending flirty messages or pics to other women cheating? Well, I would definitely say it's bad character. I would definitely say that. And I would definitely say, actually, it doesn't really matter what I say. I think the real question is, how long have you been dating this person? Let's, I want you to answer that question. How long have you been dating this person? And, and then once you answer that question, what is the purpose of you dating this person? Why are you dating this person? What are you looking to get out of this? Answer that for us. How long have you been dating this person? And what is the purpose of you dating this person? What, what's your intentions? What are you looking to get out of this? If she answers these questions, you guys are going to see why this is more of an important question. Because whether you believe the person's cheating or not, that's not the actual issue. That's a symptom. All right, let's see here. While we're waiting on that answer. Oh, here he goes. Here we go. Seven years. One at marriage. Both of us are in our mid-20s and we keep having issues. Listen, if you've been dating a guy for seven years and you're not married, that tells you everything. That tells you everything. Now, I usually do these shows without giving my opinion, but now I'm going to give you my opinion. My opinion would be is um, you need to have a coming to Jesus conversation with them. Either you guys are going to get married or you're not. And if you're not going to get married, you need to move on. If you want marriage, if you want a family and you want to raise your kids in the right environment, you got to get married. You should get married. There should be a commitment with you guys. That's my opinion. Um, do you guys already have kids? That's a good question too. You know, yeah, even better. So you don't have any kids. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing then. <laughs> you could easily go find a better man. I mean, you can easily attract the person who wants to be married, who 
who wants to have a family, who wants to be the man in your life in that way. That person exists. Now, some people don't want to hear that. Some people may think that's a little too blunt, but that is the truth. That you have a purpose, you have a vision, you have things that you want to do with your life. And if you're with someone who doesn't share that same vision and does not want the same thing, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to conform and um, put yourself in a tough spot where you end up resenting them because you didn't do what you wanted to do? I would I would say um, shouldn't do that. I don't really get too much into relationships, but <laughs> I can go down a whole rabbit hole with this stuff. And I'll tell you right now, I was a kid who was raised by a single mother. I think that's the biggest mistake people are making today. Now, it is what it is. We don't know any better because nobody is telling us this information. But now that we hear it, we can educate our children on this information. And we could start teaching our children that if they're going to grow up and start dating people, you should not have the purpose of dating just to date. I, excuse me. I'm just dating just to date. I have a boyfriend or a girlfriend just to have one. That's ridiculous. If you want to get married, then when you go out there to date, that should be the purpose behind it. And you should make that known from the jump. I'm looking for a serious relationship. I'm looking for marriage. I want to have a family. And um, you're going to weed out a lot of people who aren't serious, which is a great thing. And what are you telling the universe? When you put that energy out, what are you going to get back? You're going to get back people who are serious. That they're looking for marriage. But when we go into these relationships with confusion, because no one taught us, of course. Um, that's what we get back, more confusion. So the clarity is that we got to know what we want. We've got to have a purpose on why we're in these relationships to begin with. And if you guys can find that collectively, then you'll be great. But if there's no purpose, there's no vision, there's no goal, then you're going to be going around in circles. So I know your question was more about the cheating, but that's the least of your worries. You're in your mid-20s, and you want to be married, and I assume you want to have children. How much longer are you going to wait? Because, you know... Generally speaking, women, uh, you know, there's a timeline on that. So I guess what's really good about all this is you have an opportunity for you to figure out what you want to do and you're not really tied down to anything. You're not married. You don't have any kids. So you're not legally tied to anything. And you don't have another little person to stop you. So I think you're in a great position. I think you're in a great position. 
And I think you got to sit down with yourself and get very clear on what it is that you want and what are you prepared to do to make it happen. And actions always speak louder than words. So take it from someone who didn't have a father, who did not know about marriage. Men today who are raised by a single parent and did not see marriage in the home, they tend to drag their feet. So if he says things like, oh, well, no, we will get married, but we got to wait till, you know, I have a better job. That's procrastination. You don't need a better job to get married. You don't need more money to be married. You don't need um, the perfect aligning of the stars. There is no perfect time except now. If you're ready to commit to someone for the rest of your life, just get married already. And the crazy part about it is people would rather have kids than get married. I don't understand that either. Well, I do understand. I understand that because they're not taught the right way. That's why it happens. People think marriage is this bad, restrictive prison or something like that. And it's like, okay, tell me what's bigger. Tell me what is a bigger risk, getting married or having kids. What's a bigger risk? I want you to think emotionally. I want you to think physically. And I want you to think financially. What's a bigger risk, getting married or having kids? And people are thinking in reverse. They're thinking getting married is the biggest risk. Yeah, that's a rant for another day. Um, I'm not. I'm not judging anybody. Everybody's doing the best that they can with the information that was given to them. I didn't have a father. I didn't know any better. Uh, I didn't know how to be a man. I had to learn on my own. Um, you know, I, I had to learn about that. Um, I've been learning more about marriage in the past couple of years. Um, and I've been very open to that information because um, we see the results in that. We see it in the results of different cultures. Um, and when you're not raised to know what marriage is about, when you're not raised to think of it, and you're raised to survive on your own, obviously you're gonna see things from a different point of view. And when you got two people in a relationship that were raised that way, you got two ignorant people in a relationship and they do not know nothing about relationships, they don't know nothing about marriage, it's gonna be problems. Education, knowledge, understanding is your answer. That is the answer to it all. We want to have better relationships. We got to seek understanding. What is the purpose of a relationship? What are we looking to get out of this? When we're not in a relationship with someone, if we don't have a purpose for this, if we don't know where we're going, some symptoms could be cheating. Some symptoms could be lying. Some symptoms could be abuse. There's no purpose. There's no vision. There's no goal. 
And uh, that's that's the reality. Yeah. And so how do you put yourself in a position to marry the right person? You've got to be that person. You've got to educate yourself. You gotta you gotta play your position the right way. You gotta be better at being a husband, be better at being a wife. You gotta learn how to do that. Stop being ignorant on that. Seek the information. And it's all around you. The problem is not that people cannot find the right people to be married with or be in relationships with. The problem is they're ignorant. They don't understand relationships because they don't understand themselves. And they were never taught how to seek and find or put themselves in a position to attract the right person. We're not taught that from a young age. And because most of us are self-conscious... When someone gives us some a little validation, when we're young, we think that they're the right person for us. And most of the time, that's not the truth. But it's all necessary because these are lessons that people can learn if they look at it from that perspective. This is applies in every aspect of our lives. If you're not getting the results you want, you lack understanding. That's all of us. Me, you, everyone. Doesn't matter who you are. If you're not getting what you want, and it's been some time, you probably don't understand how to get the result. So you have to go seek the knowledge. You need to go to an expert, a mentor. You need to start educating on yourself. Okay, what is it that I need to understand? Because obviously, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not getting the results. If I knew what I was supposed to be doing and I understood, I would get the results. It's a simple math equation. One plus one equals two. What you want plus understanding how to get it equals you getting it. What you want but not understanding how to get it does not equal you getting what you want. In fact, that's what you want minus not understanding how to get it equals not getting it. So if you're not getting what it is that you want, you should be seeking understanding. Understanding, do I want the right thing? Is it based on the right values that I have? Am I really clear on what it is that I want or have I been very vague? Have I put myself in a position to receive the thing that I want? Am I acting like that person? Have I made changes internally to become the person who would get the things that I want. These are the most important questions that you should be asking yourself. And when we talk about relationships, it's, it's as clear as day. You're always going to attract the person that you are inside. So if you want a better person or you think you deserve a better person, then be a better person. 
be the person that 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 person that you want would want to be with. You know, the ignorance is pretty deep on this. People still think today that they're going to find their husband or their wife in the club. What are you asking for? You know, it just does not make sense. But um, they think it does. So, listen, doesn't matter where you are. You know why this is a great opportunity today that you heard this? Because you have the power to do something about it. You have the power to grow, to educate yourself, to learn, and put yourself in a position to get the things that you want. This is not a discouraging conversation. This is encouraging because you can do something about it. And if you're in America, it's amazing because there is no forced marriages here. Generally speaking, of course. Um, there's no forced relationships. You get the power to do whatever you want. So own that power by putting yourself in a position to attract the person that you really want. And that takes clarity. And that also takes looking in the mirror and asking yourself, am I that person that they would want to be with? I had to ask myself that same question. Am I the man that my potential wife will want to be with? I had to ask that question and I had to be very honest with myself. And... It's the same principle for everything else in our life. Am I the manager that the employees will want to listen to and follow? Am I being the parent that my kids will trust and be open to talking with and sharing their struggles with? Or am I the parent that they don't trust because they're too scared I'm going to judge them? Am I being the person that God has meant for me to be? The gifts and the talents and the dreams that he's given me, am I being that person? See, the great thing about personal development, guys, it's an internal thing, and it's all self-evident. It's not based on opinion. This is all facts. You can see this in your own life. And you can do something about it. I know that was a, a, a little rant there, but I think a lot of people got something from that. Um, let's see here. Let me catch up. Yep, I do have a YouTube channel. Jennifer Jensen says, I know you're not a relationship coach, but my ex will say he doesn't know if he wants to get back together in the future, but texts me every day. Yeah, um, move on. Move on. This is a very simple conversation. What type of person are you acting like when you allow that to happen? You're acting like a person who can be taken advantage of. 
you're putting yourself in a position where he can come and go as he pleases. It's that simple. It's that simple. And um, the fact of the matter is, what do you guys, again, what's the purpose? What's the goal? What are you guys doing together? And uh, if he's not thinking that way, then, yeah. I think, I think it's, a, I mean, I've had some bad relationships. And the biggest lesson I learned is when you're not clear on what it is that you want and you're not being the person that would get that, you're going to act, you're, you're going to have problems. There's no question about it. You're going to attract the wrong people. And there's a thing, there's a quote that says, sometimes you just got to cut bait. You know, got to let it go. Because the fact that you're in that position says that you have some growth that needs to occur. It says that you are still allowing others to take advantage of it. You're not respecting yourself enough. You got to love yourself enough to walk away. That's really what we're saying here. You, all of us, we should all be at a level emotionally where we love ourselves enough to say the words no. Where we say the, where we walk away from these relationships that are toxic. Think about it. Someone who is not a victim, who is a hero in their own life, would they put up with this? They would not. Someone who is a victim, would they put up with this? They would. So this has nothing really to do with him. This is all on you. You, you are getting back what you send out. Yeah, you can ask whatever you want. Lemon 007. Yeah. Claire B45 says, I need to make changes, shake my head. No, that's good. Think about how boring life would be if we didn't have to change. We just stay the same. You should be able to look forward to that. Just stopping by to appreciate the positivity. Thank you. Yeah, I disagree because sometimes we don't get that in return and we end up being resentful towards that person. Well, I could see why you disagree because you're thinking because you didn't get it, that's the issue. Well, have you ever thought about maybe, just maybe, 
that the reason why you didn't get it, because you were not in a position to receive it. You see, life works perfectly. The energy that we send out is what we're going to get back. So what energy are we walking around with in our relationships? What limiting beliefs You'd be surprised. When you truly look in the mirror, you'll be surprised. And you'll see that um, it's you. Bob Proctor said it best. You are the only problem and solution you will ever have. It's not the other person. It's just like this. I used to blame my father why he was never there. Then I realized, no, 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 Devore. It's your responsibility. It's your fault that you have been responding that way. It's not your fault that he didn't show up. It's not your fault that he's not in your life. That's not your fault. Your fault is that you've been re reacting to it negatively. I was allowing the absence of my father to make me an angry person. I was doing that. He didn't do that. He didn't make me angry. I chose to be angry. I chose to be resentful. I chose to take an idea, which is my father not being there, internalize that idea as a negative thing, and start believing that I have the right to be angry. Um, and I learned that that's, that's taking poison pills. That's what we're really doing. So we want to be able to look in the mirror and realize that we are the only problem and solution we'll ever have. And when we really accept that, now we're into freedom. Now we're into freedom. Now we're in the cockpit. Now we're putting our hands on the controls and the will. And now we're going to start directing this vehicle where we want it to go. But when we say, nope, it's that person's fault, we're removing ourselves from the will. We're putting ourselves in the backseat. And we're allowing the, the vehicle to go in whatever direction it's going to end up crashing. See, it's not how your life started. It's not the cards that you were dealt. It's not the past relationships. It's not the other person. It's what are you going to do about that? How are you going to play your cards? How are you going to finish your life? What are you going to do moving forward? And every single day is another opportunity to answer that question. It's never too late. The perfect time is right now. There will never be a better time than right now. There we go. I just had an epiphany. I didn't feel worthy of receiving it. Exactly. I know because that was me. I didn't feel worthy of receiving love, so I didn't get it. I blocked it. Claire B45 says, where'd you meet your wife? I met her at my business that I used to have. She used to work for me. <laughs> it's a funny story, but... Um, yeah. 
Hold on, guys. I gotta figure something out here. Um. Yeah, that's 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 where I met her. Um, and it's just funny how life works out. You see, at that time in my life, I had stopped seeking to date women at that time. And I had just started focusing on myself. Um, and I came to the realization that I need to change my perception of people. I need to work on myself and develop myself. And that was a process that, that, that took time. But um, it's amazing because she's the, she's the person that I'd always been wanting. But see, I had to put myself in a position to attract somebody like that by making the decision to stop acting like that person I used to act like. Um, because if I was acting like that person, I, we would have never dated. So, um, yeah, I could go all day on relationships. Let me give you some relationship advice without giving you relationship advice. <clears throat> yep. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you got it. You got it. All right, guys. So, um, we're going to we're going to draw this down. Today's show has been sponsored by the Purpose Conscious University. Uh, this is a university that I recently launched uh, that is helping people all over the world live their purpose in life. We do have a free community that you can join so you can learn more how to do that. And all you have to do is go to the description in my YouTube so under the YouTube video in the description, there will be a link for you to be able to join this free community. And um, yeah, that's who this podcast is sponsored by. And this podcast has been recorded, so you can go back and replay this and rewatch it on your favorite streaming service. And I just want to recap and make sure that we're clear before we end this. What did we talk about today? We talked about how do you overcome this guilt when you outgrow people in your life? Excuse me. How do you how do you overcome that? You start getting better, you start taking or making different decisions. Things are improving. You're becoming more successful. You're stepping out, going after your dreams. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, I'm no longer hanging out with so-and-so. Oh, I'm barely over here. Oh, I'm not doing this thing anymore. And then you start feeling guilty out of nowhere. And the second thing we talked about, well, other people can make you feel guilty because of that. And the root cause to why you feel guilty is just a lack of understanding what the truth is. The truth is, is you're not responsible for someone else's success or their failures. You're not responsible for their decision-making. I'm not talking about children, by the way. 
because you are responsible for your kids. But adults, you're not responsible for their decision making. You're not responsible for their happiness and their success. That's their responsibility. And this runs deep for a lot of us because it's embedded in our cultures. You know, we had someone come on and comment that in the Hispanic culture, the parents come first until they die off. So if you have a dream and they're in the way of that, they come first. You got to put that dream on hold. This is in a lot of cultures. There's also the example that I gave you about what happened a couple of years ago, where the media, the news, celebrities, influencers, Hollywood, uh, got all in on this narrative that if you're white, you should be walking around feeling guilty. And if you're black, you're a victim. And the situations are what they are, you know? But two things can be true at one time, meaning it can be true that that narrative is destructive. That doesn't help anybody. We talked about that. In fact, that just makes things even worse. So what happens? You've got some white people out there that started treating people like they're victims and overcompensate. That doesn't help anybody. And what are we training our kids to think? Are we training our kids to think from a place of fear and guilt and shame? Or are we training them to think from a place of abundance? Huge difference in the energy. Because the energy we send out is what we're going to get back. We talked about that. That's the problem with guilt. And I'm talking about in America. I don't have people watching all over the world. We have a guilt problem in America. And we got to start waking up that the only person we're truly responsible for is the person in the mirror and the decisions we've been making. And the decisions we make, the dominating thoughts that we permit to occupy our mind is who we're going to become. And the news loves to make you live your life in fear because that makes you do what? Depend on them. Depend on them. They want you to live off of the news. The politicians, they want you to believe that your life depends on their decision making. They want you to believe that. Why? Because then that makes you think that you have to go out there and just hand out these votes. I am in support of people voting, of course, but I also understand that the, the priority is first, you need to vote for your own life, your own dreams and prioritize, prioritize yourself and what you want and don't leave your life up to chance. Don't leave your life in the hands of the government. Don't leave your life in the hands of your parents and your friends and all these other people that always have an opinion on the way you should be living your life. Don't leave your dreams up to them. Don't allow them to make you feel guilty. If there's something that you want, that's what you're supposed to be doing. God has given us this imagination and he's given us the ability to think what we want to think. And when you have a dream, an idea, a goal, a fantasy, that's what you're supposed to be doing. And the reality is we didn't grow up learning that. 
So is this a challenge for people? Yes. Can this feel very uncomfortable? Absolutely. But is it necessary? Is it worthy of your energy and your time? No question. And you don't even have to take my word, my word on it. Just compare the risk. What's more risky? Conforming and living with guilt because your family wants you to do X, Y, or Z or society tells you this is what it is. Or is it you going out there and doing what you truly want, what your heart has been telling you to do? What's bigger of a risk? What's more likely to get you the results you want? What's more likely to get you the results you don't want? And so you don't have to believe anything I'm saying. Just answer these questions for yourself. Come up with your own conclusions. My job is to get you to think for yourself. Stop allowing people to tell you what to think and start learning how to think for yourself. When you start to do that, you rise above the emotion of guilt. You don't owe anybody anything. If you feel you owe something to somebody, that means you're living with scarcity. You're living in lack. You're living like you're less than they are. And that's not the truth. Now, are you grateful? Are you more compassionate and empathetic for people who have helped you out and you're willing to always be there for them? Of course. But you're not there from a place of feeling guilty and having fear, scarcity, and lack in your heart. You're there from a place of abundance and unconditional love. It doesn't matter whether you did something for me or not. I'm willing to help people. That's what your attitude should be. If they want my help and they're going to listen to what I have to say, I'm more than willing to help them. And sometimes you're going to have your best friend, your parents, uh, your partner, people you work with. They don't want to listen. It's not your problem. That's their problem. And when you understand that, you're going to have the key to your freedom. And you will feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. It's exactly how you're going to feel. Because you're going to start living your own truth. And when you start living your own truth, you're going to get a different response from the universe. That's exactly what's going to happen. All right, guys, we are going to cut it here. Uh, thank you so much for showing up today. I appreciate you guys. Um, and again, um, you got to live your own truth. Uh, it's your life. You have a unique purpose. The best thing that you could do is do things because your heart is telling you to do it. All right. Love you. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everyone.